Good morning, it's Thursday, November 30th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, Attorney General Chris Mays announced that the state grand jury has returned an indictment charging Peggy Judd and Tom Crosby with the felony offenses of interference with an election officer and conspiracy. Now, some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Janet Varney is an actress, comedian, writer, and producer from Arizona? She is renowned for voicing Cora in The Legend of Cora and starring in Stand Against Evil and You're the Worst. Since 2012, she has hosted the JV Club podcast. Varney co-founded SF Sketchfest, a major comedy festival in San Francisco. Her career includes roles in Bones, Better Off Ted, and Psych. Most recently, she has appeared in the new animated film Urkel Saves Santa and in an episode of Harley Quinn on Max. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our future story. The state grand jury has returned an indictment against two individuals, Peggy Judd from Wilcox and Tom Crosby from Sierra Vista. They're facing serious charges, interference with an election officer, and conspiracy. Attorney General Mays expressed her firm stance against these actions. She said that, quote, the repeated attempts to undermine our democracy are unacceptable. Her commitments to upholding the rule of law is evident, as she reaffirms her office's dedication to enforcing Arizona's election laws and supporting election officials in their vital roles. Let's delve into the specifics of the indictment. Filed on November 27, 2023, in Maricopa County Superior Court, it alleges a conspiracy between Judd and Crosby. During a crucial period from October 11, 2022 to December 1, 2022, they supposedly conspired to delay the canvas of votes in Cochise County for the November 2022 general election. The indictment goes further, accusing Judd and Crosby of knowingly interfering with the Arizona Secretary of State's ability to complete the statewide canvas for the 2022 general election. This interference allegedly prevented the canvas of votes from Cochise County from occurring within the legally required time frame. Both Judd and Crosby are currently serving as Cochise County Supervisors. This case, investigated by the Arizona Attorney General's Office, reminds us of the importance of the integrity of our election processes. While the defendants are presumed innocent until proven guilty, this development is a critical reminder of our ongoing commitment to democratic principles. Stay tuned as we continue to follow this developing story and bring you the latest updates. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Kylie Young with Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista. We know the holidays can be a stressful time for those caring for aging loved ones. It's why we have a free resource page on our website with valuable information and support for caregivers. There are blogs, guides, webinars, and more touching on topics that range from memory loss to fall prevention to mental health and much more. Courtesy of Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, it's available at prestigecanhelp.com. That's prestigecanhelp.com. Next, we're excited to share our weekly segment, Best of Preps, brought to you by our friends at Lolly Automotive. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer-friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now, best of preps. Once again, welcome back to your favorite segment inside the Daily Chirp podcast. It is time, once again, for Game of the Week, where we get to sit down with the Herald Review Media Sports Editor, Bruce Wetton, and talk about all things Cochise County Sports. Bruce, the Thanksgiving rush is over. It is the push to Christmas, and now there are so many things going on in Cochise County Sports. We've got soccer, we've got wrestling, and we've got basketball, and everybody's playing this week. We are officially done with football, but before we officially wrap up football, I want to give a shout-out to the Arizona Wildcats. Nice win on Saturday, <laughs> man. That was that was awesome to watch them. The problem is they did not score enough points. I felt like they let the foot off the gas in the second half and allowed ASU to get back in it. But hats off to the Arizona Wildcats, and I'm glad to hear Jed Fish is going to get his contract extension, but I really admire him saying, before you pay me, we got to pay my assistants. And he's wanting to bring everybody back. So hats off to him for him having the classiness to say, hey, take care of my staff before you take care of me. But hats off to the Arizona Wildcats, man. That was a sweet, sweet, sweet win on Saturday. And speaking of Saturday, while that was going on, I was keeping track of the Internet because our Douglas Lady Bulldog soccer team was in action at Rio Rico. They actually made it to the championship match. And uh, they had a rematch with Morena who they had tied 0-0 in their very first match of the tournament. And in that very first match of the tournament, we got introduced to a freshman goalie named America Romero, and she had 19 saves that match. Douglas played four more matches, and they won one, lost zero, and tied two in pool play, and it was enough to get them to the championship round on Saturday. So Douglas tied Marana, they tied Sarita, and they beat Empire. So on Saturday, they had to be in, in Rio Rico at 9 a.m., which means leaving Douglas about 5 or 6 via the bus. And they played Desert View, and they beat them 3-1. to one. And Miranda wins the other game, so it's Douglas and Miranda all over again. Well, this time it wasn't a 0-0 tie. Unfortunately, Miranda got them 2-0, but Romero had 15 saves this match. Jeff, in five matches at Rio Rico, 58 saves. Unreal. And for being a freshman, we spoke with her on Tuesday. She was not intimidated. Matter matter of fact, the coach says that she's quite the screamer on the field. And she loves playing goalie because she can see the play and the action unfold. And her coach told me she's not afraid to dive, she's not afraid to jump, and she's not afraid to take a hit. And for being so young, I said, where'd you get this toughness? She said, it's just the game. I just love the game. So... Douglas is in action today. The day we're taping the show, they're going to be at Thatcher. So this is the first regular season game with the Douglas Bulldogs. So we'll see how they do. But yeah, while that was while the U of A was playing, I was also keeping track from from Rio Rico. We had a photographer there, and they were sending me updates. It was zero zero at halftime, and then Miranda got two second half goals past her. She gave up three goals the entire tournament out of five matches, and two were in one match. And then they beat Desert View 3-1. to one. So That was the other one. So three goals. So hats off to her for being so young. Anitza Higueta scored four goals for Douglas in the tournament. Milan Hunt scored three goals. 
This Douglas girls soccer team, they got off to a good start. Miranda's a 6A, Douglas is a 4A, and then they're playing Thatcher, as we said, on Wednesday. And uh, so we're going to start finding out just how good they really are. And then on Monday, we had basketball officially kick underway. Buena got it going. Valley Union was underway. And Buena soccer began. Buena soccer's playing this week in the Brandon Bean Invitational. And on Monday, both the boys and the girls were victorious. The boys won 2-0, to zero, while the girls won 6-1. to one. So while that was going on, I decided I was going to go to Valley Union to watch basketball. And I get there thinking, okay, I'm going to get to about halftime of the girls' game at 6 p.m. because the girls' games normally start at 5.30, and the girls are just barely warming up. And I was like, what the heck? JV goes double overtime. Of course. But it was a good game because Valley Union girls, they came out and they dominated the first half. They had a 20-7 to lead at halftime. In the third quarter, it was 22-22. Patagonia came back on them. I'm thinking, oh, man, please, not another overtime. Please, no. As it was, the games were pushed back 30 to 45 minutes. Valley Union girls prevailed 30-27. to They got their first win of the season. We have a story about them in the Wednesday edition of the Herald Review. And it's also online at myheraldreview.com. And then when that finished, the boys' game started. And this game was a lot more entertaining. This was a, a back-and-forth kind of ball game, up-tempo. But these teams were missing a lot of shots. And the final score was Valley New 54, Patagonia 44. So while that was going on, the Blaine and Colts were in action. And I was keeping track of them through the Internet. Coach Dennis Baker, our head coach at Blaine, had picked up his first win for Blaine High School. Congratulations to him. They beat the Thatcher Eagles 63-47 in Thatcher. And so they began the year on a right note. Well, the girls, unfortunately, the Buena girls fell to Thatcher 55-43. Like I said, Buena's underway, Valley's underway. And then St. David went to Marinci. Jeff, the St. David boys got pummeled 74-28 Oh my by goodness. Marinci. I've never heard of a St. David boys basketball team getting spanked that bad. They got three games this week we're going to be talking about here in just a second. I'm pretty sure they're going to turn it around. But the key game we were watching was the girls' game uh, between the St. David girls and the Marinci girls, and St. David girls prevailed 46-27. to And we have an athlete who's approaching 1,000 points in her career, and Anissa Hawkes scored only 10 points that night, so she's at 991. And they're in action tonight. And at Tombstone, and all she needs is 9 points for 1,000, 10 to surpass – so if she doesn't do it tonight, which she probably will, then they're at home on Thursday, and we'll talk more about that in just a second. So we have another athlete who's on the verge of doing something spectacular in their profession or in their sport, so we'll see what happens. But I guess Tuesday was a rough day for the uh, the Buena teams up in Tucson. I, I heard that the boys game did not go so well at Tucson High, Jeff. Uh, the JV won. Okay, well, I did not know that. I know I did keep track of the boys' game, and I understand they were they were down, I think, by three at halftime, if I recall right, and then they simply tied it at 40, and then Tucson High just pulled away. It was no looking back. So talk to me about what you saw from the Buena Colts. A sluggish first quarter and a lot of turnovers. That was the difference in this game. They did not get off to the hot start that I think they needed to against this 6A Tucson High team, and it was an uphill battle and a come from behind the entire game until that second half where Tucson just overcame them through their defensive efforts and then they made a lot of threes where Buena the threes just weren't falling in your opinion was it a winnable game for Buena but Buena just didn't play well or was just Tucson that much better that night in the first half 
it was winnable for Buena in the second half. It was not. Tucson was just yeah. They were in, they were in the zone. Well, that's unfortunate for the Colts. They got their first loss, but they're having their home opener on Thursday night against the Rincon University Rangers, and so hopefully they can get back on track. The Buena girls unfortunately dropped their third straight. They lost to Tucson High, forty six to thirty three. They are zero and three on the season, and so. It's kind of a, a rough day for them. And, and I don't know what it was with Buena and Tucson High because while basketball was playing Tucson High, so was Buena soccer. And Buena soccer, boys and girls, both lost to Tucson High by scores of 7-0 for the boys and 5-2 for the girls. So Tucson High had a clean sweep over Buena on Tuesday, so a rough day for the Colts. Douglas High School had a very interesting game last night. They hosted Floyd Wells, Jeff, at Coaches College. They actually went out to Coaches College and played the game out there. Hmm. And um, Douglas prevailed 52-41. to 41. Many of the Coaches College athletes were there watching the game. The gym was a lot fuller than I expected it to be, considering it was a 10-mile drive outside of town. And um, But hats off to Coaches College for allowing Douglas High School to come out there and use their facility. Douglas is now playing with a shot clock like Buena. And uh, so 4A and 5A have the 35-second shot clock they're implementing this year. And I've been told that next year it's going to be 3A, 2A, and then the following year it's going to be 1A. So before long, we're going to have be having these shot clocks. In my opinion, it didn't speed up the game. We still finished around 9 o'clock last night. And uh, so, But it was nice to see the Bulldogs. They won their home opener last night, 52-41. The girls were in Tucson where they prevailed over the Caballeros, 44-40. And while they were playing, Wilcox boys and girls were in action, hosting San Carlos. And San Carlos beat the Wilcox boys 57-54, while the Wilcox girls lost to San Carlos 73-41. So we're just barely getting underway. We had soccer on Saturday. We have basketball Monday and Tuesday. We got lots of games Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. Saturday, we even have a soccer match Saturday, soccer match Sunday. And then, uh, of course, next Monday and Tuesday. So real quickly here, on Wednesday, the day we're taping the show again, Wayne Wrestling is going to kick off its season this evening with a four-team multiple with CDO, Pueblo, and Rincon. And as we had discussed previously, today is also senior day for the Colts. So their home opener is also their senior night because it's the only home match. So we're going to be there. We're going to have our photographer, Mark Levy, there, and I'm going to hang around and cover the match, and we'll get a story either in the Friday or Sunday edition of the Herald Review. But I really feel it's unfortunate for the program to have just one home match. Distinctly, when Douglas can easily come up here next week instead of having Buena go back to Douglas again for the second straight year. I know I would sure like it that they'd come up here because I'm going to be up here then rushing back to Douglas to watch you know, a team that can easily watch when I'm up here but because of the scheduling snafu, they decided to have them go back to Douglas for a second straight year. and So we'll see what happens. And so other games Wednesday, as we had mentioned before, St. David boys and girls are at Tombstone, are going to be at Tombstone Wednesday night, or were at Tombstone Wednesday night, I should say. And uh, we'll see if Hawkins gets her 10 points or if she's going to be having to carry over to Thursday. The Bisbee boys and girls are going to have their home opener Wednesday night, or again, had their home opener, uh, hosting the Gregory School out of Tucson. It's going to be interesting. This Bisbee boys team impresses me. They they took second in their tournament in Tucson. They lost to Empire in the championship game. They got some serious talent. I don't think they're as strong this year as they were last year. But, again, that was a tournament. You work out the bugs. You play different rotations. 
you try to learn more about your team, and then we see what happens. And so I'm anxious to see these boys and girls in action and see. But, you know, as I said in my pregame story on the uh, the Bisbee girls, how do you replace a Gabby Lopez? You don't. And she's gone on to Pima where she actually scored again. She had a big game on Tuesday night in her win over Glendale. She scored in double figures. I think she had 12 points again. So Gabby's contributing some big things for the Aztecs. So we're going to get down to Bisbee tonight or Tombstone after wrestling and uh, try to hook up with one of the basketball games before making our trek back down to Douglas. Uh, soccer for Buena is idle on Wednesday, and they're just waiting to let the other teams play out their tournaments to find out who and where they're going to play on Thursday and at what time. And once we know that, check our, check our uh, Herald Review website and Facebook page, and I'll have that information up there. Thursday's games, as we mentioned before, Buena Boys Basketball finally going to have their home opener for two road games. They're going to host Rincon University. The Buena girls will be at Rincon. Tombstone makes a trek over Gleason Road down to Alfreda to play a pair with Valley Union for the boys and the girls. And St. David's going to be at home hosting the Gregory School in St. David. Um, the Bulldog basketball team is going to head over to Thatcher, while the girls basketball team is going to host Thatcher. So this will give me a good indication for, for Douglas because Buena will play Thatcher on Monday, has played Thatcher on Monday, and then Douglas is playing Buena. And then Douglas and Buena face each other in basketball here later this month. And so I'm anxious to see how Douglas and Thatcher play each other and then use that comparison against the Buena-Thatcher games itself. Uh, Friday... Douglas has got a busy week. They're in action again on Friday, too. Uh, the girls are at Palo Verde in Tucson while the boys are at home against Palo Verde. So Douglas will play three games in five days. The girls will play three games in five days. Buena's is playing three games in four days. I They're bulking the schedule up, man. And it's, I don't know why they're – well, I do know why they're doing it. They're trying to get as many games in in a short amount of time as possible. Right before the holiday break yeah. and everything. But even then, we got the holiday tournaments. Right. And a lot of these teams, we got the Benson Tournament. Holiday shootout coming up in two weeks. And then as I was filling out my December calendar, Douglas, Blaine, and a lot of these teams are going to tournaments after, right after Christmas and before New Year's. So I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's, ASDB is going to come down to, to Valley Union. ASDB is the Arizona School for the Deaf and Blind. They're going to come down to Valley Union on Friday and, and play the boys and girls in basketball. And then Pima is heading over to Wilcox for a pair of games with the boys and girls teams. That should be a very interesting showdown over there. And then on Friday, we have a big wrestling tournament. We actually have two wrestling tournaments going on, a big one up in Tucson, the William Bell Tournament, where Buena and Benson are going to be competing, while Bisbee, St. David, Tombstone, and Wilcox are headed to do a tournament in Pima Friday and Saturday. So these kids, I mean, action-packed week ahead. And then... um, it continues on the next week. But real fast here, I want to give a shout-out to the Coronado Athletic Club. Uh, the D1 soccer team and the premier soccer team have qualified for the postseason. We have a story in the Wednesday edition of the Herald Review, also on our Facebook page. I guess the D1 soccer team has a home match Saturday, Jeff? They do, yeah, at 6 p.m. At, I think it's Searfield. Oh, really? Yeah, the, from what I saw, it's going to be at Searfield and not Keith Hampton Field, which I thought was interesting. Interesting. Possibly, I'm guessing they moved it to Sear because of the parade that's going to be going uh, down Fry Boulevard, and that will back up the traffic there coming into Keith Hampton Memorial Field. I, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. 
And then on Sunday, I guess you're going to go to Phoenix, right? Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. El Mirage. Here the, I come. I've been there. I, I went to I the know. El Mirage game two years ago. The premier team's going on the road to play up there at El Mirage against the number two team, I believe it is. And then I find out the state finals are next weekend. So, I mean, these teams could very well end up winning this weekend. So we wish them the best of luck. But, yeah, Coronado Athletic Club, the D1 and the premier soccer team will be in action Saturday and Sunday. Saturday for the D1 team and then Sunday for the premier team. And, um, folks, if you can't make it to Sunday's game, don't worry. Jeff will have updates for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on Monday, oh, my goodness, one, two, three, four, five, six, nine games on Monday. But who's counting? Oh, who's counting? Douglas <laughs> boys and girls soccer are in action again on Monday. The boys will be hosting Catalina Foothills out of Tucson, while the girls are, are over at Catalina Foothills. San Carlos comes down. That'll be a very good basketball game. They're going to come down to Bisbee for a boys and girls game. So more than likely, I'll be back in Bisbee on Monday night watching them play the Indian school from up north. Uh, that San Carlos team, I always enjoy watching them play, man. They got some impressive shooters. Pueblo basketball for the boys will be hosting Douglas while the Pueblo girls will come to Douglas for a girls game. Uh, Marinci heads down to Valley Union. Patagonia, who just lost to Alfreda last week, they're going to be heading over to Wilcox. And we're finally hearing from Benson they're going to be hosting – no, I take it back. They're going to be at Veritas Prep out of Tucson on Monday as well. And so the Bobcats finally get their basketball season started next week. They're probably starting the, the latest of all my Cochise County schools, and I don't know why that is, but it is what it is. And then also, too, Tombstone Soccer, they actually play in the 3A division in the winter, and they're kicking off their season next Monday at home against Marinci. Now, wait a second. Tombstone is 2A for every other sport, yes. correct? Yeah, but for some reason, they did not want to play in the, the the fall season with the other schools. They're playing in the winter season. There's only one classification, and it's 3A. Interesting. And it's actually a co-ed team. And uh, so we've been covering them the two years I've been with the Herald already. This will be my third year covering them. So I need to get over there and talk to them and so find out what's going on. So... Monday, 4 o'clock, Tombstone Soccer's hosting Marinci. And then that's it until after the holidays for them. They only got one match in December. I don't understand the quirkiness of that. I wish other teams had that soft of a schedule as far as getting a break. But, hey, it is what it is. And then next Tuesday, uh, we have a very big soccer match coming to Sierra Vista here. The Buena Boys are going to host Tucson Powerhouse Sunnyside, the 6A. And Sunnyside was just on the news the other night on Channel 9. Um they are 6A in most sports, and uh, they appealed to the AIA to drop down to 5A, and they were denied. Wow. They were denied. So they have to stay in Tucson where they play Tucson High, Marana, and Sunnyside, and there's one other team that escapes me in that 6A region. But they even had the athletic director, and he was saying, you know, he said, if we were 5A, he said, we wouldn't be making all these trips to Phoenix. And the sportscasters even talked about the fact is that they're making an average of eight trips per season to Phoenix because the play teams up there just to have a complete schedule. A lot of time on the road. A lot of time, and a lot of, and he said too, a lot of gas money out of our budget. Yeah, especially with the price of gas right now, which is really unfortunate. And then uh, the Buena boys will be at Catalina Foothills, while the Buena girls will be at home that night against Catalina Foothills out of Tucson. So um, 
We're going to find out a lot about Coach Baker and his team here real fast as to what kind of talent they got because they haven't got an easy schedule at all coming at them right now, but that's why you play these tough teams to build up the PowerPoints. Tombstone is in action next Tuesday. They're going to be headed to St. Augustine. Sam and Will comes down to St. David, and then, of course, Benson. Boys and girls will be at San Miguel. So Benson's going to be in action Monday and Tuesday. So we're going. We're going full throttle. And then next weekend, we have the Big Tim Brown Wrestling Invitational next Friday and Saturday in Douglas, and I'll be there full throttle covering that. You know, football's over, and we're still waiting for the All-State regions, the All-State honors to come out, and they haven't been announced yet, and I still keep checking on those things because I have a feeling that some of our kids are going to make All-State. I, I would make, think so, would, yeah. Yeah, considering the talent level we had down here. But you go on there, and they're, oh, they're waiting for one region from the 1A North, or they're waiting for a region from some other, and it's like, come on, people, get off your duff and – Get your nominee submitted so we can put this thing to bed and right and move, move on. on instead of letting it linger to the twenty into twenty twenty four. So anyway, exciting time, but we're all anxious to see what Anita Anisa Hawkins can do for St. David. And I'm anxious to see how America Romero, the goalie for Douglas, continues with her impressive start. Because uh she showed no signs of nerves and she showed no signs of intimidation in last week's tournament. I kidded her, I said you're a freshman. I said, you're barking out directions to a senior. How does it feel? And she said, pretty awesome, sir. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can imagine, man. Very quiet young gal, but I hear, like I said, she's very vocal on the field. and So we'll be looking forward to watching the Douglas girls at home and doing having. I'm sure she'll be making the paper here somewhere down the road. She's already had the picture of the paper once. Of course, her stats have been in the paper consistently with the story. So exciting time for the uh, – Cochise County, Cochise County Athletics, Jeff. Awesome. Well, it's always great to talk to you, Bruce. Thanks so much for stopping by and for giving us that update. And you can stay updated on everything that Bruce Wetton, the Herald Review Media sports editor, covers in the Herald Review Media in print, online at myheraldreview.com and on the Herald Review Media social media channels. As Bruce talked about, there are so many sporting events coming up this week. And if there are any in your neck of the woods where you can go and support these young student athletes please know that it means the world to them to have their community support from the Cochise broadcasting studios of kkyz 101.7 fm the oldie station in sierra vista arizona and on behalf of bruce wetton the herald review media sports editor my name is jeff davenport and i'm wishing you a wonderful rest of your day and now we'll send it back for the rest of today's daily chirp Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. Today, the Cochise College Douglas Campus and the Sierra Vista Campus will host shows by the Larry Redhouse Jazz Trio, featuring Larry Redhouse on the keyboard, Ed Friedland on bass, and Gil Rodriguez on drums. The group will play in Douglas at the Student Union from noon to 1 p.m. and later in Sierra Vista from 6 to 7 p.m. The trio has previously performed at the Grenoble Jazz Festival, the Kennedy Center Jazz Club, and the Smithsonian, and have opened for acts like Chick Corea, Terrence Blanchard, Donald Harrison, and Rick Braun. 
The show is free, and doors open an hour ahead of time. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Bob Jewell Jr. Bob was born in Elgin, Illinois in 1945, but he called Weeping Water, Nebraska his hometown. He graduated high school there and studied at the vocational tech school. He loved the outdoors and enjoyed camping, boating, kayaking, collecting rocks, old cars, and 50s and 60s music. He loved the ocean and his time in Mexico. He always had a joke to tell wherever his travels took him. No one was a stranger. He is survived by his wife, Nyla, and their sweet dog, Buddy, his daughter, granddaughters, three great-grandchildren, a brother, a niece, nephews, and a large extended family. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Bob's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.